Hey everyone, welcome back to the With Love by Diamond podcast. My name is Diamond and I am your host and I am so happy that you are here. This is episode two and today I'm going to be talking about singleness, contentment, and desire and just kind of sharing a little bit about my singleness journey, some of the struggles that I've had, some of the things that I've learned, um, and just kind of where I am right now. So if you are interested in talking about singleness, if you're in that season of singleness, whatever season you're in, if you're in a season of dating, if you're a season of like in between, then please stay tuned. All right. So the first thing that I will say when it comes to singleness is that I am single. <clears throat> I have been single forever and I am single single, meaning that I am not married and I'm also not in a committed relationship at the moment. And singleness is hard. It is not um, easy. With that said, I do think that there are stages in singleness that we as people, we walk through different stages of singleness. So the stage of singleness that I'm in right now is I'm single and I am desiring a relationship. There are also stages of singleness where you're single and maybe you're like, okay, if a relationship happens and it happens, if it doesn't, then I'm cool. Or you could also be in a season of singleness where you're single and you don't desire a relationship at the moment. So I think there are different stages of singleness and I've walked through those different stages before. And the stage that I'm in right now, as I mentioned, is that I'm single and I am desiring a relationship. And one of the things that's been a hard balance is balancing contentment and desire simply because I think when you hear a lot of talks about singleness, people will often say, well, you know, just be single, live your life, whatever, and then it'll happen while minishing uh, the real desires that we have, right? So like if I'm just living my life and going about my life, doing whatever I'm doing, and I'm believing that in me doing everything that I'm doing, just living my life, a relationship will come in the next few months or next year and it doesn't happen, what does that say about that statement? We'll just live your life and then the relationship will come, right? Like what does that say about that statement or about kind of like these formulas that people have created for singleness and for internal relationship and dating, I've heard so many different testimonies and these are not to fault those testimonies, but sometimes people will talk about, oh, I did X, Y, and Z and then my relationship came. Oh, I, let's say they fasted for a period of time and then they'll say, oh, um, you know, my husband or whatever showed up in my Instagram DMs. And so it creates these formulas for how we should navigate singleness and how we should navigate dating and finding the relationship that we desire. And I just feel like it is not so linear in every, in every situation and every person's season of singleness and everyone's um, dating relationship and just romantic relationship in general will look very different. But when we hear those different phrases or these different sorts of formulas, it can create a lot of anxiety it can create a lot of wonder and I think just overly like seeking this out. And it, then that creates an idol out of relationships. And so I do think 
we should pursue contentment in our season of singleness. So whatever season you're in, as I mentioned earlier, there are different seasons of singleness that uh, we as people we go through. I do think regardless of whatever season, I do think that we should be content and that we should just rest in the space that we are in and enjoy the season that we're in because we're not going to be single forever, especially if we're desiring marriage. But I also don't think we should dumb down our desire for the sake of dumbing it down, for the sake of saying like, oh, I'm not going to bring it up because if I bring it up, then people are going to think I'm desperate. Or if I bring it up, then that shows that I'm not really content because I think two things can be true. You can be content, but you can still desire. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm content. I'm like, okay, I'm single, but I do desire a relationship. I do desire a romantic relationship. I do not desire to be single. And so just being very honest with that, I feel like has helped me balance contentment and desire. Now, when you're talking to people about this, they may have a different opinion um, about what you should be doing with that desire or you shouldn't have that desire right now. That's not something that you should be worried about or thinking about, but this is your life. Like it's okay for you to think about the relationship that you desire. It's okay for you to wonder and to hope for those things. Um, But I will say what we don't want to do is make it an idol either. We don't want to be idolizing the relationship we desire. We don't want to be idolizing um, dating or love or any of that because it's actually not helpful. And I think when we idolize things it actually will hold us back instead of propelling us forward and so I know there have been times where I was idolizing a relationship the idea of a relationship um, this was a few years ago I was idolizing the idea of relationship and what it turned into every single time that I would be talking to God just in my prayer time that's all that I would talk about All that I would talk about was the desire that I had to be in a relationship, what I wanted out of a relationship, you know, all the things that I wanted. And that's all that I would talk about with the Lord. That's all that I would think about. And I remember one time I'm just sitting, you know, about to enter into my prayer time and just like the Holy Spirit just ministered to me, like, look, like the Lord has so much that he wants to talk to you about that has nothing to do with your relationship that you desire. And I remember just thinking like, oh my gosh, like I have let my desire become an idol. And that's what we don't want to happen. We don't want to let our desires for anything in life, um, even outside of relationship, we don't want to let our desire for a job, a car, um, a house, uh, whatever the things that you want to travel, you don't want those things to then become an idol and that's all that you think about that's all that you're talking to the lord about that's all that you're just talking about in general because there's so much more to this life there's so much more to the things that we are called to do outside of a relationship and i remember just sitting there just being so like number one like i knew that it was becoming unhealthy the desire that i was having um but I just, at that time, I just felt like, well, this is really 
something that I just want to talk to God about. That's all that I want to talk to God about because that's all that I can think about at the moment. And so when the Holy Spirit like put that on my heart and the Lord spoke to me about this, I was just like, oh gosh, like I really have let this be the only thing that I care about. And it's like, God has so much more in store for me um, outside of my relationship. Now, what I will say is I do think a relationship and a marriage can add to your life and can add another layer of the purpose in which God has called you and your future spouse to fulfill. I do think that is true, but there are things in singleness that you can be doing. I mean, look at the apostle Paul, like if real talk, like look at the apostle Paul, he was not married and all the things that he did for the early church. And we still are reading about the apostle Paul. We are still seeing his faithfulness. Um, and he was a single man. There are plenty of other people in the Bible who were single, not married, and they were able to fulfill so much. Jesus is a great example of that. I mean, they were able to fulfill so much in their singleness. But there are also examples of people in the Bible who were married and were able to accomplish so much in their marriage. And so I don't think one cancels out the other. I don't think one is better than the other. Um, but Again, once we are idolizing our future, idolizing the relationship that we desire, idolizing marriage, we are canceling out what else God can do with us, do with us and through us in our single season. So if you are in a space where you have idolized marriage, relationship, whatever, First, I just want to say that you are not alone, that there are people who have been there and done that, but I will say that you need to get out of that place quickly, and the best way to do that is just go before the Lord, and if you don't even think that it's something that you're idolizing, I would just first start off by asking the Lord, if there's anything that is on my heart, anything that I have been thinking about, desiring that is not of you please reveal that to me and the Lord, he is faithful to do such and he will reveal it to you. And now you just need to know, okay, what do you do when he does reveal that to you? And the best thing to do is number one, just to repent and just tell the Lord that you are sorry for placing this thing, whatever that thing is above him and that you want to seek him for things even outside of that. Um, and so that's the first step that I would take if that is something that you are struggling with, something that you are beginning to idolize, just go before the Lord. You could even talk to friends about it. If you feel comfortable talking to them about it, asking them to stand in prayer with you. Um, and then from there, what do you do after that point, after it is no longer an idol, um, sometimes I've seen people just kind of be like, well, relationship is just not for me. Like, I don't believe in this. This is just not because of their past experiences, whether a past relationship that hasn't worked out for them, a bad toxic relationship, or the fact that they've made it an idol, they then diminish relationship. And we don't want to do that either. We want to 
understand that relationship is important. The Lord did not call us to be alone. And if you are desiring marriage, that is okay. That's the godly desire to have. And so while you are casting down this idol, also allow the Lord to just continue to, like, if that is your heart's desire, that is your heart's desire. We just don't want to be idolizing it at all. And that's um, something that we just have to continue to work at, especially if we are single and desiring a relationship. Um, Because again, like I said, I've been there. I see you if you're there because I have definitely been in that place and in that season um, before. Now, when it comes to desire, desiring a relationship, um, I'll just share this story. So I like to watch movies and um, enjoy movies and stuff. And I am one, I'm a crier when I watch movies. So when movies are happy, when movies are sad, there are definitely tears that I say um, that I cry. That's the time that you'll you would probably see me crying the most is watching a movie. Um, but I remember I was watching this rom-com one time. It was To All the Boys I Love. I think it was like one of their, not the first movie. It was another one of the movies that they have. So I was watching the movie and I remember I'm just sitting in my bed. And this was sometime last year. I remember watching the movie and I am watching the movie laying on my bed and I remember the movie ended and it was a cute ending and I was crying because it was a cute ending like it wasn't um a bad ending it was a good ending so I'm crying for the movie but then I started crying for myself um and this is just me being very honest and transparent I was crying because I'm like gosh like I desire a a relationship. I desire a healthy relationship. And I'm crying. I'm like, these characters, like they have a love and, and what about me? <laughs> you know, and just like, like, I'm literally like crying um, about this because it's not something that I have experienced. And it's something that I desire to experience. Um. And so I remember just sitting there, just crying. But then one thing that, especially if you are someone who does watch like romance movies or rom-coms or you're a big fan of the Hallmark (laughs) movie channel, um, one thing for me personally, whenever I watch these movies, I'm like, okay, like these are beautiful love stories, like so amazing, so beautiful. But then I always remember there is something within these couples, within these relationships that are missing that I'm not seeing on the screen. And for me, that's God in the relationship. I'm not seeing that on the screen, right? We're seeing these people, whatever their backgrounds are, we're seeing them fall in love, be in love, start a family, um, go through the ebbs and flows of relationships, all of that is great. And we can desire healthy love. We can desire to find someone who looks at us the way that, you know, the male uh, lead looks at the female lead in the movie. But I'm always just reminded, like, there's things that are missing in these relationships that I desire, that I want. 
And so, yeah, so I'm sitting here, going back to my story, I'm sitting here crying and I'm just reminded of that, like, okay, so you want, you don't want a relationship like that. You don't want a relationship like the one that's on TV. You want something more than that. And um, it is true. I want something more than just what is being displayed on my TV screen or my computer screen. Um, And I think that's why sometimes I love a good rom-com. I love the Hallmark Channel. I'm all here for it. But what we're not saying is oftentimes, like, if we really think about the things that we desire in relationship, we're actually not seeing that on the TV screen. So just depending on what you desire, if you desire a relationship where God is at the center, you're probably not going to see that on the TV screen. If you're desiring a relationship where, um, I don't know, like, there's a bunch of travel between you and the person that you want to be with, you're not always going to see that on the TV screen or the conversations that you desire to have in your relationship, you're not going to see them. And so it can create a lot of deception if we're not careful. It can also create a lot of idolization if we're not careful because then we're making these fake characters or even real characters, depending on if you watch reality TV show or if you follow celebrity couples, we can then idolize them And it's like, okay, like on the one hand, it's great to have examples to look up to. It's great to see these characters or these people and say like, okay, they look like they have a good relationship or they look like they have a good love, but do they? Be honest, like with yourself, do they? And then also analyze the things that you want in a relationship. And if you can see them, in the relationships that you're seeing displayed and that you're seeing played out in on the TV screen or in real life. And so we just have to be very, very careful. I'm not saying to not watch the rom-coms and things like that, but I am saying just to be mindful and to be careful. I would say though, if watching these TV shows are causing you to overly fantasize are causing you to lust then I wouldn't watch them I would turn them off for a period of time until you felt like you have dealt with this thing this idolization or this lust that you are struggling with I just wouldn't watch them they're not worth it they're not worth the uh what's going on on the inside of you they're not worth um your thoughts your it's just not worth it um, if those are things that you're struggling with. And so there have been times like where I just seasons where I'm like, I can't watch the Hallmark Channel. I can't watch these movies. I can't because remember I told you like a few years ago, like relationships were an idol for me um, and the desire for a relationship was an idol for me. So I just stopped watching those movies and television shows or whatever and even now like I'm still mindful like I'm not about to sit here watching rom-coms or the Hallmark Channel the movies and stuff all day every day because I know that the desire for relationship is strong it's not an idol but it is strong and it is something that I am hoping for and believing for and so I'm mindful about what I choose to watch, 
how long I choose to watch and more specifically what I'm watching and the content in which I am consuming because that absolutely has an effect on the way we see ourselves, the way we see relationships, our thoughts, um, all of that. It affects all of that. And I want to make sure that I am in a sober mind, (laughs) Um, especially when it comes to the area of dating and relationships and in my singleness. So if you have ever been in a season like that and you can relate, I would love, love to know, to know kind of what you have done as well. Um, Another thing when it comes to desire, I'm very honest with the Lord about my desire for a relationship. I think sometimes as believers, we can often, and this is just for anything, just in general, this whole other episode, but just in general for anything, we can kind of dumb down our prayers, dumb down our wants because we feel like the Lord doesn't want to hear them or he already knows. So why do I need to go and tell him? And of course he knows like he's God, he's omniscient. He already knows all the things that we desire. And on top of that, he knows better like what we need But I found that like the Lord still wants to hear from us. He still wants to hear our voice. He still wants to see our tears. He wants to know every prayer, every frustration that we have. So I'm very honest with God. Like, Lord, this is a desire that I have. I don't desire to be single. I desire to be in a relationship. But I trust you, God. I trust you in this area. I trust that you know what's best for me. And that's just like in the area just of the desire for relationship. But then I'm also honest, like I'm 25 years old. As people, healthy people, we have sexual desires. And so I'm also honest about that. Like, especially if you are someone who's waiting until marriage to have sex, it's not healthy to act like sex is not something that you want or to like just keep it bottled up on the inside because you're afraid that that's going to stir something up or that's going to make you unpure if you mention your desire for sex. Um, I think it's actually the opposite. Um, You keeping that bottled in, you keeping that hold up on the inside of you It's actually going to make it worse and it's actually going to cause you to lust more, to fall into impurity much more. So one thing that I've done is just been very honest, like, Lord, I'm 25 years old. This is something that I desire. I desire relationship and I desire sex and I'm trying to honor you and just praying about it and giving that to the Lord. And it's something that I do often, especially in the season that I'm in right now. And I'm not trying to hide it. I'm not trying to dumb it down. I'm not trying to make it sound better than it actually is. Like sexual desire is a good, good, good thing. And it's a gift that God has given us, but it's a gift that he's given us to explore in marriage. That is what I believe. And so again, just being very honest with the Lord, I would say do that. And then also if there are friends or family members, people that you trust, that you can also be honest with those desires about, especially if you are struggling in the area of maintaining purity. Um, be honest with your accountability partners. Be honest with your friends. I remember I was having dinner with a friend just a few months ago, and I was telling her, because she was we were talking about like dating and stuff, and I was just telling her, look, like it's hard for me. Like 
Paul talks about Paul, single man Paul, he talks about in First Corinthians that it is better to marry than it is to burn with sexual desire. And so I'm telling my friend this and we're just laughing, but it's the truth. Like it is better to marry than it is to burn with sexual desire. And so if you feel like you are just burning, burning, burning with sexual desire, um, the Lord wants to know that <laughs> you're the people that are closest to you, I'm sure are going to want to know that and to be in prayer for you and um, to help hold you accountable if that is something that um, sexual sin is something that you are struggling with. Um, but yeah, so those are just some of my thoughts on contentment and desire. I don't, again, I think there is a fine balance between contentment and desire, and I think both can be true. We can be single and content in our singleness, but we can also be single and desire. And if you're in other stages of singleness, you're single and you're like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Or if you're single and you're not ready for a relationship, all of that is fine. And we can be honest about all of that. And you should be able to be honest about all of that. And in whatever season that you are in, I've been through each of those seasons before. And I just want you to know that you are seen. I see you. I see you. I understand you. I get it. Um, Because singleness is not easy, especially in today's day and age. It's just, it's not easy. Dating is not easy, which we can talk about (laughs) in another episode. Um, None of it is easy, but I just want you to know that you are not alone in it, um, that you do not have to suffer (laughs) alone if you feel like you are suffering in your singleness. You do not have to suffer alone. There are people I'm here if you ever want to reach out. Um, but most importantly, God wants to know and he sees it and he understands. Um, I would really, really, really recommend that you do read First Corinthians. If singleness, marriage, sexual desire are things that you want to find scriptures about, um, I'll make sure to link some of the verses in the show notes. And on this week's blog, um, I'll make sure to link those scriptures and then some other podcasts and resources that I think will be helpful in whatever season of singleness that you are in. I'll make sure to link those. Um, But thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It was a good episode. It actually took me a few tries to record this episode just because I felt like it wasn't really flowing the way that I wanted it to flow. So this is actually my third time recording today's episode, but I think it went so much better than I would have planned. I And I appreciate all of you who are listening to it. Um, next week, we'll be talking about my dating app story. So if you're interested, we'll be talking about my dating app story and just dating in general. And so if you're interested in that, stay tuned for next week. Again, I'm so happy that you all are here and I will talk to you soon. Bye.